Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about unraveling the mysteries of persistent anxiety sensations. Now, this has come up recently in email and conversations, so even though I've talked about this before on the show, I thought that it was time to revisit this topic. I know I often need to hear things more than once before I truly get it. Actually, when I hear something again, I often get something new out of it. So hopefully this will be really helpful for everyone. Have you ever wondered like why, even when you feel perfectly fine, you still experience sensations or symptoms And they seem to linger. These are the anxiety sensations or symptoms, even when you're feeling okay. It's a common question that arises in, like I said, emails, sessions, group discussions, and even from people who understand what's happening. Because it's so triggering, it becomes something that we are afraid of. We're afraid it's going to come again. Oh no. And this is the loop we're trying to stay out of, right? So the fact is that these lingering or persistent sensations can be triggering and they can throw you right back into the fear, adrenaline, fear cycle. But one of the things I really want you to understand today is that even though you feel like you're thrown back down the wormhole, You have never, ever gone back to square one because you have your tools, you have your understanding, you're not the same person you were when you struggled before, and you have bit by bit more and more patience. So keep going. Don't be afraid and go, oh no, here we go again. That was my old mantra. Don't use that. That keeps you in the fear, adrenaline, fear cycle keep going. You are on your way out with or without sensations. 
So today, let's explore a couple of reasons behind this phenomena and see if they resonate with your current situation. First up, I want to talk about the lingering effects of long-term anxiety. By sharing a favorite story that some of my clients and members keep close to their heart to remind them that they are able to keep a different perspective and not go down the wormhole when they are experiencing lingering or persistent symptoms and sensations. So imagine walking around for a year with a really sharp rock in your shoe. Eventually, you remove the rock and instantly your foot feels better. However, the distress, the wound that was caused by the persistent presence of that sharp stone doesn't vanish immediately. Healing takes time. Now the analogy holds true for anxiety, which has become a constant companion in many people's lives. Addressing anxiety is like removing the sharp rock, facing it, right? Addressing it. We are now removing the sharp rock. We provide huge relief to the immediate discomfort. But just as the foot needs time to heal from the wound, the body and mind require time to recover from the prolonged impact of anxiety. Time, self-compassion, and a refusal to interpret residual discomfort as dangerous are crucial in this phase of healing. It's a process of allowing the body to catch up with the mind's shift. You've made a change in your mind. You're doing different practices. You've made a shift. Well, the body is going to need time to catch up. Unlike a rubber band snapping back instantly, the body needs time and acceptance as healing salves. Letting go of the urge for an immediate rebound And embracing patience is an essential aspect of this journey. Now let's take a look at understanding the mobility of anxiety. And by this, I mean the symptoms or sensations that move around the body. They can be indicative of anxiety rather than a physical ailment requiring urgent or immediate attention. Unlike a broken bone, like a broken foot, where the pain remains localized, anxiety has the ability to make leaps across different parts of the body. Recognizing this pattern can be a real key to understanding the nature of your discomfort. Acceptance and surrender to the wisdom of the body play a crucial role in moving forward on our healing journeys. It's a shift from the desire for instant relief to embracing the body's inherent intelligence. So by acknowledging and working with our body and our body's signals, rather than resisting them, fearing them, pushing them away, the mind can find calmness. Again, the mind finds calmness by acknowledging and working with the body's signals. And then genuine progress can be made in the healing process. Let's all remember that the persistence of sensations in moments of well-being may be rooted in the aftermath of 
long-term anxiety or the dynamic nature of anxiety's responses. By offering ourselves the gift of time, self-compassion, and acceptance, we pave the way for a more profound and lasting healing experience. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's unravel the mysteries here and embark on a journey of understanding and self-discovery. Some of the things I want you to try are things like keeping in mind once you've taken the rock out or have been cleared medically from your pains and sensations and symptoms, let them be and acknowledge them, but without judgment. And then I want you to also give your body the time to heal and unwind from stress. No pressure. Also, I want you to give yourself permission to take as long as it takes. We often want everything done yesterday, and that is not how the mind and body are going to work with our anxiety, especially if it's been around for a long time. It's okay to heal the same way the body heals from other physical injuries. Remember also that your body may be looking for attention, as in self-care, not necessarily needing to have the five alarm bell ring. So once you've removed the metaphorical rock or you've received medical clearance, acknowledge the lingering sensations and do it gently with yourself without judgment. This is where it's hard for a lot of people who are driven and work very hard and know that if they do the right things and work hard, they get things done. This isn't always the case with our mind and body. We have to pay attention to the mind and body and be in its world and let it heal the way it needs to heal, not our plowing through. And just because we have strength and will, are we going to be able to make this change? We also 
need, along with our will and our strength, we're going to need self-compassion and no judgment. I want you to instead view these sensations as messengers. They could be messengers from your body communicating its current state. This non-judgmental awareness creates a foundation for understanding and acceptance. And you know that acceptance is a key piece in clearing our anxiety. I want you to also embrace patience and compassion, which can be hard for people, like I said, especially type A's that are used to getting their way and getting everything done. But healing is not a linear process. It's a journey with its own pace. Give your body the time it needs to heal and unwind the accumulated stress. Embrace patience as a companion on this journey, understanding that each individual's healing time is unique. I want you to be compassionate towards yourself, recognizing that self-care is an integral part of the healing process. It isn't optional. It isn't fluffy. It is necessary. Just as cleaning an open wound is necessary, self-care and going slow is necessary. So grant yourself permission for the healing process. You know, sometimes we unconsciously impose deadlines on our healing, expecting instant results or the results that we read somewhere or that somebody else told us, oh, it only took me this long. I remember when I had my frozen shoulder, you know, I remember somebody telling me it took them nine months to heal their frozen shoulder. You know, that stuck to me like glue. It was almost like that was set in stone. Okay, in nine months, you will heal your frozen shoulder. And actually, it probably took around that amount of time. Now, maybe that is typical, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's something I stuck in my head. I don't know. The reality is, I don't want you to think that just because you have acknowledged your anxiety, that you have removed the rock, so to speak, you have made changes that you are going to be better immediately. Look at it now as wound healing. Sometimes we do impose deadlines and we expect those instant results, but I want you to give yourself explicit permission to let the healing process take as long as it needs, because you want to get through this once and for all. You do not want to have lingering resistance from your pushing too hard or not healing thoroughly. Now, of course, you're always going to have stress in your life and you're going to have to deal with all that, but you will deal with it much better if you are not having in the back of your head fear of, oh no, is this going to send me down the wormhole? You're not going to go down the wormhole anymore. Just like once that rock is out and the wound heals and you build up a new callus on your foot for your walking, you're good to go. You don't have to be afraid that that is going to open up again. It is healed and you are well on your way. This permission that you're giving yourself is a powerful acknowledgement that your well-being is a priority and that rushing the healing 
may hinder its effectiveness. So grant yourself permission. This is an act of self-love. I want you to also be able to differentiate urgency from attention-seeking. You know, your body communicates through sensations, and not every discomfort is a five-alarm emergency. Sometimes it's a call for attention and some self-care rather than an indication of impending danger. And this is where I want you to stay away from Dr. Google, because if you have some old sensations and symptoms that are popping up from the old days, and you immediately go to Dr. Google, you will definitely think that there is danger and that there is impending doom. So stay away from that. Check in with your body. See if your body is communicating with you. And learn to differentiate between urgent signals that require immediate attention and those that are gently asking for acknowledgement and care. By discerning these nuances, you can respond more appropriately to all of your body's needs. I'd like you to be able to cultivate mindfulness in your self-care. Engage in mindfulness practices to foster a deeper connection with your body. This could include meditation, deep breathing exercises, longer, slower exhalations, or gentle yoga. Or on the other hand, it could mean moving your body and getting outside to expend some of that built up stress hormone. Cultivating mindfulness allows you to observe the sensations without becoming entangled in them. You can see them, but you don't have to dance with them. Fostering a sense of detachment. It also opens the door to understanding the root cause of persistent sensations and facilitates a more targeted approach to your self-care. You are more in tune with your body and can therefore give it what it needs versus immediately thinking, this is the end of the world, hit the five alarm bell, and you're off to the races again with adding so much fuel to the fire that now you can't even distinguish between what that maybe old lingering symptom or sensation was and this new fuel you have added to the anxious fire so that all kinds of things are going on. I want you to explore holistic healing modalities. Many times people are stuck in only going to Dr. Google and their primary care physician and don't look at anything beyond that. But I'd like you to consider incorporating some holistic healing modalities into your routines. These may include massage therapy, acupuncture, or energy healing practices. Such approaches can complement conventional medical care and contribute to the overall well-being of your body and your mind. Exploring various modalities allows you to tailor your self-care routine to meet your unique needs. And I want to say here that no one, no one knows your body the way that you do. I know you can have great doctors and healthcare practitioners in your world, but no one knows your body the way that you do. 
And integrating some of these healing suggestions into your approach can create a supportive environment for your body's natural healing mechanisms to thrive. Remember, healing is a multifaceted journey that involves both time and intentional self-care. So embrace it with an open heart and a commitment to nurturing your overall well-being. I know that you got this, and I look forward to hearing from you as you find your way further down the healing path. And now for today's quote. Learn to differentiate between urgency and the gentle call for attention. Both are valid, but one requires immediate action, the other a moment of self-care. And that's from Thich Nhat Hanh. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.